0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Freedom Podcast. Katie here with Alexis. And today we have a topic that I was just in prayer and I was really kind of thinking about what it, what is it that's been on my mind recently? And one thing that came to just my during my prayers, during time outside and in nature and on my walks, I walk all the time. I'm like the the queen of walks and being outside, being in nature and really just the Holy Spirit put it on my heart like to talk about how can we be in the presence of God outside of the four walls of the church. I think that's a misconception that okay, I have to be in the church building in order to be in the presence of God. I have to be in just like a Bible study or a church service service or a worship event in order to be, be able to pray to God or to be able to enjoy God or to even be able to just be in his presence and to glorify him. And that's not true. We see in scripture, um, God talks about just the the importance of every single thing that we do, being mindful of the Lord and um, keeping our perspective on eternal things, even in simple things like our work or um, how we steward our finances or how we steward our bodies. But also at the same time, God is the creator of everything. And one verse that came to my mind as I was thinking about this is James one seventeen. every good gift and perfect and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So just thinking about, okay, these things I enjoy. I mean, a good meal, time with friends, nature, creation, worship music, um, working out. I mean, we both love working out and fitness. These are good gifts from God that we are called to steward. And I think a lot of times we tend to have this like isolation mentality of, okay, Sunday is God's day and I'm going to worship God. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to be with him. And then the rest of the week is just kind of secular of the world, do whatever I want. And then, okay, back to being with God on Sunday. And in reality, our, our, Faith should be a walk, and a walk is a step by step journey with the Lord. And so today we wanted to talk about simple ways to enjoy God's presence, simple ways to give Him glory. And I think a lot of times we overcomplicate it and we tend to, you know, think of it as like these two extremes like either I'm in the world or I'm with God. But actually, you can be in the world but not be of the world and you can glorify God in your day by day actions and and as you as you walk through just your normal daily activities.
1: Yeah, I really love this topic because it is so true. I think like as humans we have the tendency to compartmentalize our relationship with the Lord. So like you were saying, like, okay, church on Mm -hmm. Sunday, maybe if you're in a small group or a Bible study and things like that, because that's easier to be like more present and thinking of those things. But in what areas can we invite the Lord into every aspect? And like, that's the thing he wants to be present in each and every, everything that we do, because he cares so deeply about everything that we do and the desires of our heart he specifically gave us our talents, the things that we enjoy, and he wants to enjoy those things with us. And I think that's such an important thing to remember, because that will help deepen your relationship with the Lord and really like making his presence known. And um You know, a couple of things when we were like getting ready for this podcast, I was thinking to myself like, okay, when have there been times that I didn't feel God's presence in my life or how do I know that he's even with me? And usually in those times when I felt that way is when I wasn't actually pursuing a relationship with the Lord. I wasn't pursuing him because all throughout scripture, he says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. If you seek me, you will find me. And all these promises are all throughout the Bible. We know that the Lord is consistent in his promises. He is always going to deliver on his promises, which is such a great thing that you can rely on, you know. And it's never that God has left us, it's typically that we've kind of walked away from God. So finding the Lord in every little thing is so key because you really will feel his presence. And you bring up nature all the time. And I am like, this is so true. I can't help when I go like by drive by the beach and I'm like, wow, God, like you literally just gave this to us. So we can enjoy how amazing your creation is and that you created this, like turning it back to the Lord. When you see, you know, if you're just walking through the forest or anything, really like every single time I'm totally the same. Every single time I'm in nature, I'm like, wow, God, like this is a new bird that I haven't seen. And this is so cool. You know, I wonder what God was thinking when he, like, created bugs or, like, whatever. Like, you know, everything has a purpose and a place. I do because sometimes I'm like, because the weather has been so crazy here lately, like, there's just been so many bugs coming inside my house. And I'm like, why is this thing alive (laughs) in more of a negative way? But I'm like, okay, everything has a purpose, so... I do know that. But, um, but just remembering and being reminded when you don't feel God's presence that he is with you and really just like praying and asking for him to make his presence known. Cause that's like a thing that I would often do when I didn't feel like connected or close with the Lord. I'm like, Lord, please make your presence known to me. Like, please show me. And God knows how to specifically speak to you, because he knows you and he created you, and so he knows, and his relationship with you is so unique and is so just personal and intimate, and that's the thing like we can ask God like like speak to me, Lord, and for me, another big one is worship music, like I love praise and worship. It's just where I just I love it. Like in church I'm always like belting out like I'm probably embarrassing Ray next to me. But um, you know, I just love it. And I really do. I've always felt God's presence, especially in worship and, you know, just being moved by His Holy Spirit in that aspect. And um, you know, but there are times when it is a little bit more difficult where you do forget to invite God into your life. If you wake up and you're just on the go and getting like running out the door and just, you know, not actually taking a moment to step back and just even just be grateful and thank you Lord for waking me up this morning or, you know, however you want to start your day. But, um, but yeah, that, those are some areas that I feel God's presence the most, definitely same as you, nature, worship, um, the biggies for me, how like the Lord really speaks to me or in those areas. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And at times I even just taking a moment to pause and think about, wow, thank you, Lord, that you've given me whatever ability or gift it is that he has given me or physical ability. Um, Because there's always, you know, it's it's easy to be very negative, (laughs) especially with social media. And, you know, misery does love company. And so I think a lot of times there is kind of this, I mean, you just open up social media and it's kind of like overwhelmingly, in general, overwhelmingly negative. And yes, there is evil in the world. And yes, there are very hard things. Um, But at the same time, if we're constantly exposing our minds to that, then that's what we're going to be thinking about. And you have to really be mindful of, okay, what am I meditating on in terms of my thoughts and um, renewing my mind day by day? And so if that means cutting out certain things that put you in a very negative, pessimistic, um, and, and just kind of, you know, mindset of just woe is me and things are terrible. And it's like, we tend to forget, yes, there are bad things or evil things in the world, but yet even just breath in our lungs is a gift. And we've given it, we've been given another day. And so if we've been given another day, God still has purpose in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something, you know, I am not immune to just feeling <laughs> some days like, all right, here's another day. Like, what am I doing? But then yeah. if I think and I'm like, OK, God, just even taking 15 minutes first thing in the morning, five minutes first thing in the morning to think about like five things that I'm grateful for. Um, that's a way to meditate on the goodness of God and to thank him and just say thank you God that I have a house that I am healthy that I have breath that I'm walking that I have physical ability yeah. and that I have a husband like so many things you know that I could be I could be negative and say okay you know I'm not doing everything I want to do with my business I'm not you know we don't have a house yet and like these almost like these comparison yeah. things, because if you're not careful, you look at social media and you're subconsciously comparing yourself with whatever you see. Yeah. And so you can, you can have a, an attitude of, of coveted co- covetness or covetedness. I don't know. Whatever you're starting <laughs> to covet, whatever, yeah, whatever. I don't even know what the word would be, but you're starting to covet basically whatever you see online. Um, yeah. And so I think a good way to combat this is just even, spending time, quiet time, either in the morning or um, at night to just be thankful and grateful. And sometimes, honestly, reading through the Psalms can be a great way to pray to God when you don't have the words to pray, just reading through the Psalms and there's Psalms of lament, there's Psalms of praise, there's Psalms of worship. I mean, there's all kind of, really every human emotion can yeah. be found in the Psalms. And so praying through that, having that time to just thank the Lord for the good gifts that he has given us. Mm -hmm. So I think about it in in a, just a father daughter relationship in human terms. Um, I know how much joy my, my dad gets from watching me enjoy things that he's, whatever it may be, like we really enjoy working out together. And so, you know, if we're able to spend time together where we're having fun and um, you know, we're working hard, we're pushing each other in the gym and like, there's so much joy in that. And I know how much joy he gets just seeing me, uh, work out with him and how much he's fostered my love for working out and my love for fitness. Um, a lot of it has to do with him and his support mm. over the years and taking me to the gym and us going for runs together. He'd be on the bike and I'd be running or, you know, asking him to go lift and he'd go lift with me and how much joy it brings him. And so thinking about like, that is so minuscule compared to how God, you know, in terms of like the love that we feel for those closest to us is just like a dot compared to how God feels about his children. Um, and even, you know, us as sinful fallen human beings, the love that we have for our sons and our daughters. And, you know, obviously we don't have physical children or biological children yet, but thinking about how much joy we get seeing other people, our loved ones, um, experience something like a a gift that we gave them and they love it or, you know, time spent together. And, and so just, you know, reflecting upon that and remembering, okay, this thing that I love or this talent that I have, like, how can I use it to give glory to God? And one of those is, you know, is fitness. I love a good workout. It's like something at the end of a hard workout. Sometimes it's hard to get going into it, but by the end of it, I'm like, man, thank you, God, that you gave me this passion and this ability and um, the fact that I can build muscle and like be strong and then also help others with it. Like, Man, that no. is really cool. And how fortunate I am to be able to do that. And I know you feel the same way with just your owning your gym and just the people you're able to reach and help. And so remembering our, our time glorifying God, worshiping God, being in union with him is not just on Sunday. It's also mm-hmm. in how we treat other people and using those gifts and abilities that he has given us to glorify him
1: For day sure. by day. Yeah. Yeah and he really does want to be a part of every aspect of our life and like I like that example that you gave of you know the relationship with your dad cuz it kind of made me think about like sports my dad coached me in basketball for a long time and mm-hmm. like that was just the thing that we did like you know even on Saturdays when we wake up and go play mm-hmm. basketball on Saturdays and um and it is so true like that's such a great like example of like how the lord views us cuz we are his children he delights mm-hmm. in just seeing us, you know, happy and enjoy things, but he gave us those desires. That's the thing that's like most important to remember. Cause I think sometimes like, you know, I guess if you're looking more in a secular sense, like everyone's always looking for this like deeper spiritual connection to something. Mm -hmm. We always want to pull God out of it as like, if you're not a believer. And the biggest thing is like, we have this innate desire to have a relationship with the Lord and we want to we want to have a relationship with him, but it's either we understand that and we are followers of Christ or we're not. And so you're going to be left, you know, searching and trying to fill yourself with all these things that are not mm-hmm. uh, of the Lord. And it's like, no, like everything that we do, as long as it's in line with um, what the word says, like the Lord will mm-hmm. delight in that. The Lord delights that you love fitness or that I love fitness or that, you know, whatever it is, painting or art or being outside and all these things. And just, it's so true. It's just like, invite the Lord into that place. And if you do feel distance from the Lord, like the biggest thing, um, that, I remember when I was kind of coming back to the Lord and really just trying to rekindle my relationship Mm -hmm. with him. um, uh, The thing that I kind of lived by was fasting and asking on Mm Saturdays, I would fast and I would just ask the Lord just to like, be in my life. Like it was like yeah. so simple. Like I'd pick a couple scriptures and I would just focus on those things and you know, I'm I don't fast as much now as I used to then because in that time like I was really searching for just that connection to yeah. be brought back that I had when I walked away from the Lord. Um you know, and just wasn't pursuing. I was never not a Christian. I know double negative, but I like definitely was no longer pursuing a relationship with God for many years. I would say at least three, I would say at least three or four years um, Mm in college. And, you know, that fasting aspect and just meditating on the word and asking the Lord to just be present in my life. And, you know, and it it's not like this, like, Oh, ultra spiritual, like awakening that I had. It was just like the simplest moments where when you're feeling hungry and it's like, let me just pray. And like, let me ask God for like the strength to make it through like another hour, another hour. And like, that's when I was really feeling the Lord's presence because I wasn't hungry. I was hungry to have a deeper relationship with the Lord, and that was yeah. um, those experiences were really cool and really helped me experience His presence um, just in a time where I needed just a deeper, um, like I guess yeah, just like something deeper because I was just so surface level for so many years, and you get used to that, and it almost becomes like awkward. Like I still will never forget when I first like started praying again after like, um, after not really having a relationship with the Lord for a couple of years. And it's so awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, why is this so weird? This is something that I've done my entire life, but it yeah. only took a few short years to no longer really feel God's presence in my life. So, um, so yeah, just really inviting him into every little aspect and knowing that he wants an intimate relationship and he is truly interested in the things yeah. that you are interested in. And, um, you know, those little pulls on your heart that you have, whatever your calling is, like it's given to you for God's glory. And so just remembering that for anyone who may feel like discouraged or maybe feel like, Oh, like, you know, God doesn't really care about me or whatever it may be. I'm like, no, he does. He cares so deeply about you and he has gifted you with so many things that he just wants you to invite him into that place with him and just be like, come on, God, like, I want you here. I want you present. Um, and it does, it makes stuff so much more beautiful. Like, you know, you do have just such a different, um, I don't know, just different perspective, like on life versus like, if you're viewing things from such a negative space and, um, which is easy to do. Cause there's a lot of craziness going on, but, um, but yeah, just being grateful. I think that's like the biggest one too. that gratitude. Yeah. is like, wow, like I truly am blessed. And if you're born in America, you're always. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just a fact.
0: Yes. Yes. And even just reflecting on that, it was the other day I was talking to Jake, um, my husband, and we were talking about the fact that we live in America. And I was like, if you think about it, the the percentage of the population of the world that lives in America and how incredibly fortunate we are to live in a country where we have freedoms and we have even the ability to worship God and the fact that being poor here is rich in so many other countries, you know, and, yeah. um, in terms of material, but then also this, uh, material resources, but also like opportunity and how, um, we were talking about the attitude of a lot, of, a lot of immigrants that we've talked to
1: mm-hmm. and their
0: attitude of, the freedoms that they experience here in America and how grateful they are and i think a lot of times like we're kind of the spoiled children of our parents in a lot of ways <laughs> in a lot of ways so where true. we're just so used to the access that we become entitled and so we really do have an that's entitlement true. mentality and that's yeah. probably i mean i would say one of the biggest problems i see in our not only our generation but the generation um, younger yeah, is um, just entitlement and, and like we deserve all of these things instead of actually rooting our mind in a grateful pers- attitude perspective and recognizing like, there's nothing that I did to earn being born in the United States and having the opportunities that I do. And yep. so I, yes, I guess in some ways I've worked hard. Um, but like, that's only because of the grace of God that I was born in the United States. And, you know, just the entitlement of like, I deserve this. I deserve like, that is just a very toxic, satanic perspective to have on things because you are really being, I mean, that's the, the lie of, of the devil, even in the garden, right? He said, if God, if God is good, you know, if like, don't you, you know, questioning God's goodness, questioning Mm -hmm. God's truth. And that's what we see in our society is like, oh, well, you know, the, if like you could have it all and you can, you know, you can make your own destiny. And um, Mm -hmm. if God was good, you wouldn't be struggling with that. If God was, and it's that same lie and it's that same questioning yeah. from the devil. And so a lot of times we become our own, we view ourselves as our own gods and we, yeah. you know, just say, well, I've done this and I've made my own way and I'm entitled to all these things. But that yeah. that perspective is really gonna lead to a life of discontentment. And yeah. even if you are materially successful and um you know i've self-made and self this and it really is empty at the end of the day and you can look at the richest atheists and are they actually happy no um you know some of the most miserable people are the are the wealthiest they just don't have um a relationship with anything that actually matters which is or you know they don't have a purpose in their lives and so that those material possessions and all of that quote success really is not worth anything if it's apart from God. Um, So, you know, remembering that too, like, I think we always go back to social media, because it's just the, it's just like the biggest thing of our, of our time and culture. But, you know, having that, that tendency to look at what other people are doing, what other people have, it takes away from, or makes it very difficult to be appreciative of or even recognize how God has gifted you in such a unique way, because we're comparing our flaws with the highlights that we see on social media or the even sometimes fakeness and lies and and things that aren't even true. Um, And so, you know, just challenging our listeners, like maybe what is one thing that you might need to give up that is flesh glorifying instead of God glorifying. So whether it be scrolling on social media and coveting what someone else has comparison Maybe watching a show on TV that you know is just not—it's—it's tainting your your mind and your um, perspective, and it's not God glorifying, and it's—it's actually you know you're enjoying watching. I mean, I was convicted on several TV shows I used to watch where I'm like, okay, I'm getting joy out of watching sin. This is probably an issue. (laughs) Um, So thinking about what are some of those things like TV. um, music that's like secular music that is not, you know, that's filthy. Um, maybe ha- your spending habits, or um, you know, maybe it's even your your attitude in the morning. Trying to reroute that in something um, more positive, and like, what what is it that you need to take out of your life to be able to add in the either time with God or maybe even just the fact that you're poisoning your mind and you don't even realize it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's all about like the intake. Like, yeah, I think sometimes we just don't even realize like what we're even like, especially when you're so used to watching certain things or listening to certain things. We've talked about so much on this show before. And it's funny because when me and my boyfriend first started dating, like, I I told him, like, you know, I don't listen to certain types of music. I don't watch certain shows, mm-hmm. like, especially if there's, like, sex scenes or things like that in it. And, um, you know, and I just noticed, like, him really, like, making sure that even what he's consuming is glorifying to God as well. And before, like, I don't think – sometimes I'm not saying, like, oh, if you listen to secular music. I mean, I do listen to secular music that is edited. Like, that was always my biggest mm-hmm. thing and things that aren't like vulgar speaking about women, yeah. and just all the things, yeah. you know, bad that yeah, bad and, look, yeah know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's so interesting to see, because I've just seen how the Lord does transform minds and hearts. And I especially see it like in my boyfriend where he like was like, well, I don't view like I, that's my worldview isn't like the same as this music that I listened to, but I'm like, yeah, but it's still influencing though. I was like, you don't realize that it is having an impact and like him just even being like, yeah, like he's like, now I just, he's like, I just can't listen to it. Like he's like, it like actually like hurts his heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, cause that's the word convicts you on things. I was like, trust me, I wasn't even when I was like extremely faithful, in my walk before I walked away from the Lord compared to now, like I was still listening to secular music that had, like just derogatory stuff in it. So, yes. and I was like, my relationship with the Lord was still very strong then, but I didn't realize that that was an area of my life that I really needed to cut out. And like, it was similar yes. for him, like just to grow in his relationship. He realized like, there's things like that. I mean, he only watches sports. So <laughs> that is like, that's his favorite show. But, um but just like music and stuff like that, we really like sat down, and like mm-hmm. we are talking about how, it affects you know it affects us and um mm. so it's just cool to see like you know the lord will convict you differently than someone else about certain things or even just certain things that i just won't even do anymore like be around or you know whatever yeah. um the lord just you know that sanctifi- sanctification process and just you know him just just it goes back to asking him to just live and be living with us and in us and through us. And um, that transformation really does start to happen. And it's cool to see um just some people like around me, even friends and things right. as they've gotten older, started having families and started really realizing like, I have to be so hyper aware of everything that I'm letting right. into my life because it's either glorifying God or it's glorifying sin, And you choose every single time when you make yeah. decisions to do certain things, watch certain things, whatever it is. Um, right. Yeah. And like God can't be present with us if we're indulging in things that are literally opposite of him. I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Like even too, if we're looking for God's presence, but we're like, you know, we're engaging in things that can actually block his presence from us in the sense of just sin in general. Like, you know, we can't be like, yeah, Lord, be present with me as I'm like doing X, Y, and Z that I shouldn't be doing, or um, especially mm-hmm. if you have convictions about it. Everyone's convictions, like I said, right. are gonna be different, but um, it's hard to invite God into a place where he's like, I cannot be a part of this, you know? So. Right. Um, right.
0: Yeah. 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 Actually, this is a, a verse that is, is uh, one that I wrote down just as reference. Cause I, I thought it went along perfectly with this topic, but just going along with what you just said, first John two fifteen: do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. Woo. That's very convicting because think about it. That doesn't mean you can't love anything that's in the world in terms of like nature. Or I think a lot of times that verse is misinterpreted or that that um, perspective, like we're not meant to be, uh, you know, we're not meant to uh, have an attitude of Gnosticism, which is basically the perspective that everything is evil, like no god gives us gifts that are good and like there's good things in the world but basically what john in first john 2:15 what does it talking about is the system of the world so like the culture and what are the what are the trends and what is you know the selfishness of the world and and the um you know just really the how the world works when we look at it from a biblical perspective and we see the selfishness and the pride and lust and though the that just that that current the cultural current um are we loving that do we love being prideful do we love boasting do we love you know and really reflecting upon okay where are those areas that i'm loving the world more than i'm loving the father um Mm -hmm. and if we are i mean one area for me that i've really had to uh just give to god and just ask him okay when I am sharing, whether it be anything about fitness or, um, you know, just in general fitness and, and nutrition and health, am I trying to turn the glory to myself or am I actually utilizing this gift and ability and, and position that I'm in to help others and to glorify God and to give him the credit? And, you know, truthfully, a lot of things that I've been involved in in the fitness industry, even though I have been walking with God and I have been a committed Christian, but um, truly was I posting, like, let's just say example, was I posting that because I just wanted attention or (laughs) was I actually posting it for pure reasons and um, to help someone or, you know, and, and I think a lot of times reflecting upon that can be very convicting and thinking about, ooh, man, like, am I really getting caught up in that current of social media, posting for likes or posting for follows or posting for attention and like that ego boost, or am I actually seeing it as a tool use it to glorify God or use it to help other people or just have fun or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Or is there actually a deep seated pride that I'm, uh, that is actually not addressed. Um, that's kind of, you know, just coming out in different ways. Um, So just reflecting upon that and thinking about, okay, am I actually, am I loving the world more than I'm loving the father? And where is it that I need to uproot maybe some of that love of the world um, and be, you know, either confess it to, to God or, um, you know, repent of that or confess it in community. And that's also something that we listed out here is that, you know, even just Having a conversation with a friend, a Christian friend, talking about the Lord, um, being in you know a midweek social setting. It doesn't have to be like sitting down reading the Bible, but like that is glorifying to God, too. And just being in Christian community um, is super important. And you can't expect yourself to be in the world six days a week, not have any Christian conversation or time with God or anything, and then go to church for one day out of the week and expect yourself to be... Uh, not influenced by the world. And and um, so making sure that that's a priority throughout the week as well, I think is super important.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As you step back this week and kind of reflect, I think that, you know, we can all ask ourselves, like, what areas am I leaving God out of my life? And I think, you know, you can journal about it. And um, I think that's like a good place to start mm-hmm. and just remind yourself, like God wants to be present in every aspect and he finds joy and um, just like this most simple things. And yeah. I think that's that's so cool. Like God has like, that's just such a cool aspect of him. And I can't remember what it was that I was, I don't know if I was reading or listening to something. I don't remember, but um, it was talking about like, Jesus must've been like a really cool fun loving guy if kids were always like attracted to him yeah. I'm like, oh that's so interesting to think about because I've never thought about that I'm like yeah of course like of course Jesus is inviting and fun and so yeah. when you're Like you know, doing a fun activity or whatever—it's like, yeah, the Lord like created that so you can enjoy that. And, um, but yeah, for kids to be drawn to someone that really speaks volumes of just the personality of who Jesus is. And I can't remember where I saw it. It It's probably on Instagram somewhere. That's really Um, cool. I love that. Yeah, I thought, oh, that's like a good thing to think about. Like, Mm. you know, the Lord does want to be present in the things that you enjoy as well. Mm. Um, and you know. And those being obviously, you know, things that he that are agreeable and pleasing to him, obviously. But um, right. Yeah. So it was just something interesting to think about. I, I think I read it this morning or yesterday. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> but, love yeah. that. Cool.
0: Well, awesome. well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode. And Lexi and I are actually going to be seeing each other in person for the first time. I don't even know three years. Yeah. I think it was awesome we saw each other. Yeah. So we're going to Dallas for a leadership conference and our moms are both going and we're super pumped. So yes. I'm sure we'll be posting some photos and, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be super fun. So we're really looking forward to that. And uh, wow. just thank you to everyone for listening. We hope this was encouraging and edifying and helpful and we will see you next time. Bye, Bye. guys
1: we <laughs> <laughs>